This episode is sponsored by Jennifer Cooper Time Saver, time saving business mentor and strategist. If you need support with any aspect of running or growing your business, then you need Jenny in your life. Jenny is the founder of Team Time Saver, who specialise in providing done-for-you business services, covering social media, email list and podcast management, website tweaks, business management setup tools. Basically, if you need it, they can probably do it. With over 20 years of business and retail experience, Jenny combines compassionate mentoring, custom solutions and commercial know-how to help you grow a profitable, feel-good business. Jenny can also help you to achieve more in your business by being savvy with tech, growing your visibility and detangling mindset set blocks to find out more about how jenny can help you and your business go to jennifercoopertimesaver.com welcome to the bring your product idea to life podcast this is the podcast for you if you're getting started selling products or if you'd like to create your own product to sell i'm vicky weinberg a product creation coach and amazon expert every week i share friendly practical advice as well as inspirational stories from small businesses let's get started Hello, today I'm speaking with Kate from Time For Me Tease. Kate helps women to make time for themselves by nourishing and rejuvenating their mind and body while sipping on organic loose leaf herbal tea blends, which are not only beneficial, but taste great too. I've learned so much about tea from talking to Kate. Hopefully you will do too. It was fascinating. I am not sure I'm ever going to buy herbal tea bags in the supermarket again, if I'm honest. I also learned how to make the perfect cup of tea, which, um, yeah, I found really interesting. Kate's background is as a herbalist and she knows so much about herbs. She knows about what's good for us, what isn't good for us. Um, and she also explained how she has some pharmacy experience as well and how that all ties together. Kate, as you will hear, is super knowledgeable and passionate about all things tea and herbalism, if that's the right word. Um, this is a really great conversation. Um, I really feel like Kate's enthusiasm and passion comes through and I really hope you enjoy listening to this as much as I enjoyed talking to Kate. So hi Kate, thank you so much for being here. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, you're really welcome. So can we please start by you giving an introduction to yourself, your business and what you sell? Yeah, sure. Um, so my name's Kate, I'm, uh, my business is called Time For Me Teas. And I create organic loose leaf herbal tea blends, which are designed to nourish and rejuvenate your body, mind and soul. Amazing. Thank you. And am I right in thinking so you, you actually blend your own teas? Is that I do. Correct? Yes. I'm a herbalist and I create all my own, all my own tea blends. Yeah, from scratch. Were you a herbalist before you started creating your teas? Or is yes. That- <laughs> yeah. I am. Um, so I have a uh, chronic illness. I have ME. I've had it since 1995. Um, and I, the, my doctors didn't ha- know how to treat me. So I went down the natural route. Um, I was already a aromatherapist at that point. Um, well, actually, I just, just started training to be a aromatherapist at that point. And um, so I wanted to find ways to help my heal myself naturally. And I ended up um, going to university to become a herbalist and that was back in 2007 that I qualified um, and but it's only really after I have my kids that I set up my tea business. Amazing yeah. thank you. <laughs> so what was the inspiration for you setting up your tea business? Well it was um, a particularly uh, challenging day as a mum. <laughs> um, it was just on holidays and it was really horrendous weather and the children were bored, they couldn't go out and play. Um, they were quite young at that point. They were about sort of um my youngest was um about seven. Um oh, no, yeah, about seven or eight. And um they were just it's just like mum, I'm hungry, mum, I'm hungry. I couldn't get a moment's peace to myself. And I was just thinking, I know like I need to calm myself down because I was always gonna start shouting at the kids, and that never works anyway if you're trying to shout at the kids. So um I plonked them in front of the TV, as mums do when we're desperate, and um, gave them some food. And I said, look, mum just needs, I need just five minutes peace to myself. It's like, just let me have five minutes peace. And so I wanted something just to really try and calm my um, body down. And I just felt being very, very, all the energies off in my head. Um, and so I think, oh, no, I'll make myself a cup of tea. So I went to my, what I call my home apothecary, uh, with all my jars and my herbs and I was looking at what herbs would work well to just try and calm my mind down 
And so I picked a bit of this and a bit of that, and then I made a cup of tea. And I sat down and I took the first sip, and I felt my whole body just relax. <laughs> and I thought, oh, <laughs> that went way faster than I expected that to. Um, and yeah, and so that was the birth of my first tea blend, which is called Serenity, uh, which I still sell in my, in my shop now. And then I, um, I passed it on to my best friend and my sisters, and I said, here, try this, can you tell me what you think? And they just loved it, they were raving about it. And then they kept pestering me for about a year <laughs> to actually say, you've got to sell this, you've got to sell this. And they're like, yeah, yeah, well, I'll get around to it. It's like, do you just put my back burner? Um, and eventually I launched it in November 2019. Um, and I was amazed by how well it sold, actually. I was at a craft fair and it sold really well. And yeah, I was amazed twice. And by then I'd had I had four other tea blends as well that I created during the year before. Um, yeah, so that's kind of that's how my tea business started, really, is from trying to be a mum to try and calm myself down in the stressful moment. That's amazing. Thank you for explaining that. And yeah, I'm really, I'm really, I'm always impressed by people who make things, you know, themselves. You, you know, you actually make your tea by hand. What I'd like to know, and I, I don't know if this is an easy question to answer or not, because I don't know much about it, but how do you create a blend of tea that does what you need it to do and tastes nice as well? Because that's quite a balance, isn't it? It is because most people think of herbal teas as being really bitter or really green, as in the green as in the taste, not necessarily as green tea. Um, so that was my, that was kind of what I wanted to do. Was my my um, goal was to create teas that taste great, so which are good for you, because you're not going to drink a tea if it doesn't taste nice, um, and it's not. So it may well be that. Somebody said, oh, yes, have this tea. It's full of dandelion leaf and dandelion root and maybe it's a bit of licorice. But people were thinking, like, oh, my God, that tastes foul. How, I mean, how, I know it's good for me, but, oh, no, I can't, I can't drink it. So um, because I also have problems with kind of like sour and bitter taste as well, I wanted to help my health. And so I think, oh, well, I've got to make it taste nice, otherwise I won't even drink it. Um, so it's it's very it's kind of, it's getting the ratios right with the herbs and then knowing which herbs synergistically work well together, um, which also complement each other with the healing properties as well. So even though two herbs may taste really great together, they could have completely opposite uh, benefits. So one could be really stimulating and one could be really relaxing. And if you take them together, yeah, it tastes nice, but your body is there going, hmm, are we trying to relax or are we trying to wake up? <laughs> and so it's, it was kind of looking at all different herbs and working out, okay, those are all nervines, so I know they work well together. Uh, these are great for anti-inflammatory, so they work together. And then it's trying to then add in something else that will maybe, sometimes you still want a little bit of that bitter taste because it's going to stimulate something in the body to actually help, help, help it to um, heal and support it. But you don't want it so bitter that you just you won't want to drink it so very often i'll add in something like lemon balm because it it's lemon balm is a great herb it's it's nice and sweet but it's also refreshing and most people like the taste of lemon balm because it's not too citrusy because it's not really a citrus anyway it's it's just a, a lemon uh, flavored uh, uh plant um and it's part of the mint family actually um so it's it's really it's a fine it's a fine balance of working out kind of firstly what kind of tea do I want to make what benefit do I want this tea to have and then what herbs are going to work well together and which herbs are going to taste great together as well um, and then I test them on my family <laughs> and then see see which ones get a thumbs up and which ones get a thumbs down um, and my youngest is autistic so if um, if they like my tea then usually that one ends up a bestseller which I found actually in the past it's been really great um, but yes I tend to that's my sort of formula I suppose behind the creation of my teas is uh, trying to just yeah just work out and again it's just the ratios if you put too much of one herb in not enough of another then you can you can tip the taste completely you know sometimes I can nail um, a blend I have a, an idea or a blend in my mind Sometimes I'll nail it first time, the first tasting, 
a lot of times it would take me 10 or 12 goes and I still haven't got it right. And I just put, put it back to one side going, okay, right, we'll scrap that one. We'll work on a different one and we'll go back to that and see if I can try and tweak it again. Um, yeah, I've got a couple which I have, I'm struggling with trying to get the taste right. Um, but uh, but generally, most of them I can get within the first or, or second sort of tasting um, to actually get it tasting really lovely, um, but also feeling that it's actually doing something good in my body at the same time. Yeah, that must be a lot of, well, it's in some cases, a bit of trial and error. And I guess, are you having to write this all down as well? Because I suppose yes. if you do find something that works, <laughs> you've then got to be able to do yeah, it again. I did, yeah. I've done that before and I have to go, oh, that's brilliant. Thinking, oh, hang on a minute. I can't remember how much of that power I put into it. Did I put half a scoop or a full scoop? And I'm thinking, oh no. Then you're going to try and make it again and then try and get it right again. So sometimes, yeah, sometimes I do forget to write it down, but I'm getting better now at writing down, uh, or even if it's just on my phone, on the notes, my phone is <laughs> in the kitchen, um, just blending it all. Uh, yeah, sometimes I, I do forget. Oh, I think you've just paused, Kate. Can you still hear me? I can hear you, yes. I can hear okay. you. Okay. Um, oh, no, don't worry, time. don't worry. I will just, I think we're, I'm just making a note at how far in we are and it's fine, we can get it edited out. So I was, it, it was a good time we were at, you were at the end of a sentence, I was going to ask another question. <laughs> don't worry at all. Cool. So you've spoken a little bit about different herbs having different benefits. So what are some of the benefits we can get from herbal teas? Because I'll be honest, I... Like, as you alluded to earlier, I kind of like the idea of herbal tea. And I do have one that I found that I sort of can take to, which is like a calming bedtime one. But in general, a lot of them don't taste that nice. I'm talking about supermarket bought tea. Yeah. They don't always taste that nice. And I'm not even really sure what I'm taking it for. So there's not even that incentive. Um, but your seeds are obviously different because you've created them. Mm-hmm for a reason you know they they're designed to do something so what are some of the benefits and you can talk specifically about your teas if you'd like to so what are some of the benefits of herbal teas well the benefits mainly of herbal teas um is that the different herbs because your body recognizes them as a supporting tool they will be more absorbed into the body and actually get to the right areas of the body to help with various ailments um and the problem we have with supermarket teas is that they are usually ground up into such a fine powder or what I call herbal dust um, is that you, there aren't any there's not really any flavor left in the actual herb when there's because the majority of the time probably about 99 percent of the time it's, it's tea bags when you buy at supermarket and so I call it herbal dust um, because the when the um, the herbs are broken down and they're crushed up the actual uh, cells that contain the, um, the tastes and the smells, like essential oils, are broken up to a point where they actually all evaporate off. And you know, no actual taste left in the in the herb itself, which is why very often many supermarket blends will have flavorings added to the teas to make them more palatable, so you'd actually want to drink them. But there isn't actually any healing benefit left in those herbs at all. So the difference with my my teas is that um, because I try and keep all the herbs as whole as possible, um, I mean, with one of my, with a couple of my tea blends, um, I have lemon verbena, and it's actually the whole leaf. You actually see it in the tea tin. It's a whole leaf inside the tea tin. I do kind of sometimes break off a bit, otherwise we end up with all lemon verbena and nothing else because it just takes up so much volume of the tin. But it's still very much as whole as possible. And because it's as whole as possible, you're going to get the full flavour from that herb it's just like if you picked a, a herb from the garden and popped it into um, a, a mug and poured on hot water then um, you would get all of the flavor from that leaf would be in that cup of tea because of the surface area of the of the whole leaf um, so I do try and keep my herbs as whole as possible and I think that is really how I get the, the best tasting teas uh, because I've kept them as whole as possible um, but the specific benefits, I mean, by, my best-selling blends are um, Amber's Rose Tea, which is actually named after my youngest child. They, um, because as I mentioned, they're autistic um, and they came to me and they wanted a blend that would help to calm them down when they're feeling overwhelmed. And like, um, so they, were, they felt triggered and they were about to have a meltdown. 
because they luckily they can recognize when they're about to lift getting really overwhelmed and uh, overstimulated. And they said, oh, can I make a tea blend? And I went, yes, of course. And um, what do you want to do? I said, well, can I have, can I have rose? And I said, yes, that's great. Have rose. What would you like to go with it? She said, well, can I have lemon balm? And I said, yeah, that's, that's a great combination. So we made up the blend for her and, um, and she loved it. And then um, a few days later, she said, can I have a cup of my tea? And I said, yes, of course. I made a cup of her tea um, because I could see I could see that she was she was overstimulated um, and always in a virtual amount now. Um, and within 20 minutes, she came back and she was like a different person. She was calmer. She was more focused. And I was absolutely amazed by how quickly that worked, even on her. Um, and I, I mean, I know that the benefits of rose and lemon balm are very much that lemon balm is a nervine, which means it helps support your nervous system. It helps with um, stress relief. It helps to calm, it kind of helps to regulate your nervous system. So, <clears throat> excuse me, when you're feeling overwhelmed and you're feeling anxious and you're feeling just a bit panicky, it just helps to just calm your nervous system right down so you just feel more in control of your body and more in control of your emotions. Um, and you just feel calmer generally in your body and more able to um, to focus and, and, and actually oops sorry what am I and actually um continue with your day and continue with the tasks that you want to do and rose is brilliant because it is also it's also nervine but it's a slightly um slightly even it's more some say it's bitter some say it's sweet it really depends on the rose that's used the one that I use is, is uh rosa Dam damaskina which is um damask rose um but it's uh it's an more of an emotional well-being herb um, it will help you with self-love it will help you with self-worth and confidence and it kind of gives you that um more sort of um uplifting your mood and lemon will also uplifts your mood as well so it really helps you to feel more in control uh feel um more able to actually complete things and more able to the, the confidence to be able to do something um, but it's a really lovely one to just to help when you're feeling overwhelmed and stressed and and you feel that um, everything's on top of you and you actually can't see the wood of the trees. That kind of moment when it, I mean we all we all experience that at some point or other. Um, but it's a really lovely one and it's also one that you can take every day as well. So um, a lot and all my teas generally are ones you can take every day. The only ones I'll say probably are, don't take long term are the ones that have. Um, maybe the um, echinacea in them, which is, is actually a blend of what's coming out soon. Um, because some herbs, you're better off just taking it for a couple of weeks so your body doesn't get used to it um, and starts relying on it too much. And then you can have a break, that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, so lemon balm is probably the one that's in most of my blends, actually, because it's such a great herb to really calm the nervous system down. Um, and we all, in this kind of day, this society, uh, especially of nowadays, um, this everyone is so stressed and so overwhelmed by by everything they have to do especially um as a small business owner as well when we tend to we wear all the hats in our business and we're trying to do everything at once and getting overwhelmed with anything once it's, it's having something that can support our bodies um to actually feel that we're we can actually cope better in our life and um and feel happier and and, and calmer but also more uplifted and able to move forwards rather than feeling overwhelmed and then wanting to give up <laughs> yeah that makes total sense and I see what you mean about supermarket teas as well I mean one thing that I've noticed if you look on the back of the box and you look at the ingredients there's quite a lot of ingredients whereas I would assume that teas like made by yourself have just got the herbs that, yeah. that are in that are in the tea exactly. um yeah. so yeah that, that must make a difference as well because i know that i've in in the past you know got some mint out of the garden and poured hot water on it for example and that tastes a lot different to a mint tea bag yes a lot yeah a lot different yeah because you've got the essential oils that are still in the the fresh leaf you taste that first and you just don't taste that in a tea bag um supermarket tea i mean obviously there are some supermarket tea blends which are a better value a better a better quality herb um 
but the majority of the ones, yeah, they've been crushed up so finely that there's not really much taste left. And even if, and also another thing which actually was pointed out to me uh, recently, which, which I, I've forgotten about, you don't know how long, though, how long ago those uh, herbs were just sitting on the shelf before they were made into tea bags. Um, so you don't even you don't know the show. Maybe the shelf life of the tea bag is maybe like a year or something, but you don't know how long that herb was sitting around before they even processed it and packed it to tea bags. Whereas all my herbs, um, I do very small, I do small batches, and for my orders, I make to order. Um, but when I'm doing farmers markets, I'll make out small batches because I know roughly how many I'll probably sell at a fair or farmers market. So I just have enough enough stock just for that fair and I'll make up fresh for the next one so um my because I I buy my I buy my herbs in bulk but not a huge amount only like about a kilogram at a time um and then it means that I can have a good turnaround of the herbs keep them as fresh as possible um and then there's always at least at least a year or two years expiry date on my tea blends and you can even ones that I've literally made like even two or three years ago um, are still going strong because they still smell really strong in the tin. And if you can smell them, then you know that they're still uh, viable to drink. Um, if there's no smell at all, then it's, it's, it's no, there's no point. There's no herbal benefit there at all because if you can't smell, any, smell anything at all, then they're not they're not going to do anything. You're better off just putting them on the compost bin instead. <laughs> oh, that's good advice. Thank you. That's really interesting to know. Yeah, that's really useful because I was about to ask you that. I was about to say, well, how do we know whenever they're okay? But it's great that they still have. I was going, I was expecting that you were going to say that your teas had a much shorter shelf life than that, bearing in mind that they're so fresh. So that's really interesting. So I guess if they're kept sealed in the tin, they're going to yeah, last. They do, yeah. Other difference between uh, supermarket blends and mine is that they, when you make a cup of tea with a, the tea bag, and very often people will pour on boiling water onto the herb and actually that's the worst thing you can do is is actually pour boiling water onto a herb because what happens is that it scolds the herb so the and the high temperature when it's as it's like a rolling boil um you've just literally the kettle has just turned off and you pour it straight into the cup because it's a higher temperature it will pull out all the bitter flavors from the herbs first um, so that's why people very often don't like herbal teas because that was too bitter. Don't like it was too bitter. It's because the water's been too hot. So I do um, I put it on the side of my tin the perfect temperature water to add to the herbs, which tends to be about ninety five degrees Celsius, um, which basically is a is just boiled water. So you boil the kettle and you wait till all the bubbles have died down first, and that's and then that just slightly drops the temperature. And that um, slight drop in temperature, when you then pour it over your herbs, it pulls out the full flavour of the herbs and not just the bitter flavours. So then you get a much more rounder taste of the tea blend. So you pull out it and it will give you out the lovely richness of the sweetness and the floral or the citrus um, without, and then it actually makes it a much nicer drink. And when I've been at fairs, um, which is, I love it, it's my favourite part, actually at fairs, is when you have somebody approach you going, oh, no, I don't like herbal teas. And I say, well, would you like to try a sample? And they go, well, I don't know, I don't, know. I don't really like them. So but just, just give it a go. I mean, I, you know, I'm not going to say you're going to like it, but you might be surprised. And probably about eight times out of ten, they will try it. So going, oh, actually, that's quite nice. <laughs> I didn't think, I didn't think, I didn't think herbal tea can taste that nice. Um, and especially when people with the rose, because um, not everyone likes rose and they say, oh, it's too floral. It reminds me of Bally's perfume and that kind of thing. Um, and they will take they will take a sample of my Elvis rose tea and they're going, oh, actually, that's not too floral at all. That's sweet. And it's oh, it's quite nice. What's, why, why is that sweeter than normal? Is it worth? Because the lemon balm will offset the sweetness, the floral taste of the rose, but you're still getting the benefits of the rose and the lemon balm. And so I really love converting people at fairs and farmers markets, um, especially the complete sceptics going, I will not drink herbal tea. I think, oh, actually, I quite like that one. <laughs> okay, I'll buy a tin. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's great fun. And, and then this is educating people on how to actually infuse the perfect cup of tea um, is, yeah, is to get that temperature right of the water. And that is the probably the greatest tip. Um, and, you can, and you can still do that 
with tea bags, but the trouble is because they are in the tea bag, they haven't got a lot of room really to infuse to move around in the tea bag, even with these these lovely pyramid tea bags that are supposed to give more room to to uh, to infuse. Um, because you're still trying to get to the barrier of the tea bag, you're still not going to get the full flavour of the herb inside. So I don't recommend putting my tea in tea bags at all. What I recommend is using well the, the ideal. Um, scenario is a teapot with a strainer but that's not always practical and even today I've got my travel mug with my tea blend inside which has got an infuser inside the tea inside the travel mug so a stainless steel infuser um, which I sell I sell those on my website as well and the travel mugs actually um, is probably the easiest way to make a cup of loose leaf herbal tea which will still have the the benefits and also the, the really lovely taste again it is the tip is that hot water and using hot water and not boiling water that's so helpful that's such a good tip thank you <laughs> I love as well that you mentioned you sell these other things now around your tea as well because that makes so much sense because of course someone coming to your website to buy your teas might say oh but how will I actually make it so I think that's I noticed that on your shop you know you had a few tea I don't know what you call them tea making items <laughs> and um, I thought that was really really smart to sell things that complement your products yeah I wanted to make make it as easy as possible for people to to so make the like the switch over from normal tea bags or normal tea to herbal tea um and I was just kind of thinking, okay, what and it's everything. I mean, everything's there apart from the water and the kettle, pretty much. Um, I also sell mugs as well. It's not that I've got so many mugs, but I still can't resist a pretty mug or pretty teacup. Um, and but yeah, so I wanted to like even at farmers markets when I sell and also affairs, I will have the tea infusers there and I will and they will say, Oh, which is the best one? And I'll say, Well, the mug infusers are the best ones because they have a finer um it's not a mesh because the meshy ones um like the really wiry ones like you used to get years ago which you still can get aren't great um because a lot still still fall through the mesh um and they're difficult to clean as well but the stainless steel ones that i have um are more of a, a, a sort of a finer uh grain i'm not sure it's the right, right word but um they're not as, as huge holes in them as, as some of them can be as well and they were actually really easy to clean i'm actually Quite surprised by how easy they are to clean. So just trying to make it because I because I built the business really as a mum, and also I was initially um, kind of promoting to other mothers, um, like my sisters, and my friends. Um, I wanted to try and make it as easy and as fast um, to create it and take around with you, um, because we haven't got much time as mums or business owners. Um, you want something just like you just want to make a tea and take it off with you. Um, and not have to faff around with a teapot and a strainer very often. But when you do have the time, it is really lovely to use a teapot and a strainer because that you get probably the best tasting tea with a teapot. But it's not always practical. As I say, I very often would just <laughs> just use my travel mug even when I'm at home. It's just easy just to grab and take it up and put my desk. <laughs> That makes sense. And I really like the fact as well, as I say, that you've made it so easy for people by selling not just your teas, but the things that people will need to enjoy your teas. So let's talk a little bit about that, sort of how you went about setting up as a business, because you mentioned you were trying your teas on friends and family, first of all. Um, how did you go from that to, I know you mentioned markets as well, going to craft markets, but from that to having a business, having a website, um, let's talk a bit about that. Uh, well, I've been a holistic therapist since uh, 1998, um, and I originally trained um, as an aromatherapist and reflexologist and massage therapist. Um, and then um, during that, also having Emmy as well, I was um, wanting to know more about other ways that I can help myself and other people as well. Um, and having children, they kind of put paid to my practice because the spare room that was my therapy room became the kids room <clears throat> so I needed to find other ways to make money which didn't involve having clients come into the home because there wasn't any space to have people at home anymore uh, so I was working in a therapy center for a little while um, but then that ended my my eldest my, well, my youngest started school actually um, and so I wanted to have a business where I could work around the kids easily to fit in with the school hours as well. So uh, my husband's also self-employed, he's a photographer. 
and so we do a lot of fairs together um, um, over the years. And uh, before I did my tea business, I actually had a business selling children's clothes, where I used to actually make children's clothes, make some tie dye clothes for my kids, and then sell them as well. Um, but I wanted something that was just a little bit less time constraining um because obviously making clothes i love i still love making clothes but it is it takes a long time to, to make dresses and tops and things and i wanted something that was just just a lot easier being a mum of kids that were growing up um so yeah so i initially opened an etsy store in in uh january 2020 um and because i i'm not very tech savvy <laughs> actually trying to build I've been trying to build a website for years and not really done very well with it um and so I thought well, okay look, let's just jump on the Etsy wagon and then just open the Etsy store and see what happens and I literally had one sale I think in February 2020 and that was it and then I'm like hmm, I don't know was it maybe I'm not doing the right thing maybe um maybe I'm not meant to be doing this after all so you start getting like like Doubting Dora in your mind, and um, and yeah, almost thinking like giving up. And then, of course, then the pandemic hit, and uh, I suddenly realized how useful it was actually to have an Etsy store. Um, and I started uh, joining more groups on Instagram, um, kind of like selling groups on Instagram and like selling pages. And we were doing online fairs when we were on lockdown, there wasn't anything else to do um, but shop online. And um, so I joined a few. Uh, selling pages on Instagram and we started doing online fairs and I started just having people promote me on their um, pages and um, try and talk more about the teas and talk more about the herbs um, and then um, as on that like the one walk a day we were allowed to do during the beginning of lockdown um, I was then doing herb walks in my local area because I was like how far can I walk <laughs> in this my one walk a day and I managed to work out I could do like a mile loop um, in my local area with the dog and as I was on my while on dog walk I was discovering all of these herbs growing in my hedgerows which I had no idea were there um, and I'm thinking oh my goodness I didn't know we had that growing here that's amazing oh I can forage this and I can make something from this so I was sharing that on my Instagram and that got more sort of um, interest in my account um, and then I had more people going to my Etsy shop and my Etsy shop um, was actually really picked up from about April onwards um, until about Christmas that, that year. Um, so I was really going to really build my confidence up, being, oh my God, people actually want my teas and people are raving about it and I'm getting very confused from them. And I'd like, I've only ever had, I mean, I feels like I'm bragging and I don't like bragging, but I've only had five-star reviews in my Etsy shop, which has been amazing. <laughs> which I've, I haven't had many sales now, really, so, but it's, it's, uh, most of them go to my website. But from that, I thought, okay, well, and then I thought, well, maybe I should now try and create my own website because I want to have more creative control over what I put up and then obviously not so many fees to pay like you get on Etsy, which, which is a great starting point. Uh, and I still have an Etsy shop because some people obviously prefer that. Um, but um, by building my website, I felt I had a bit more creative expression and I could then put my blog on there as well. Um, so, but then, of course, when it got to, I think, started going back to normal, um, at the beginning of 2021, yeah, 2021, yeah, 2021. Um, after like the, that January lockdown we had as well, um, I discovered a farmers market in my local area, and um, I applied for a place, and I got a place, and I've been there ever since. And actually, every month this has got better and better at the farmers market because I was able to be there in person and give advice and that kind of thing. So it, that's kind of how. The tea business started in that sense of actually trying to build from strength to strength. Um, and now as a kind of um, from that as well, I, I get lots of feedback and regular customers now that buy my teas every month, which is I love, which is brilliant. And, I, and you get to have a good chat with them. And they say, and they say, well, I don't know, this is really working, but can I try something different? And then I can say, okay, yeah, do, what do you want to do? Do you want to do this or this? And I love that interaction I get at a fair or market, really being able to problem solve uh, what something is, somebody's going through and what they need support with. So kind of that's uh, the part of the business I absolutely love the most. Um, it's actually, they come and get, they see the whole range on the stand and they're going, oh my goodness, it's so pretty, but which one do I choose? And then I can say, talk to them, well, 
what benefits are you looking for? Are you looking to calm yourself down? Are you looking to wake yourself up? Are you looking for help with uh, maybe your digestive problems? Um, and, and I get a lot of people who um, ask me mainly about help with sleep and help with like IBS and that kind of thing. And while I'm not allowed to say that, oh, this herb will definitely help with IBS because that's making a claim, which we're not allowed to do as a herbalist. I can definitely um, direct them towards the tea blends that said these have been traditionally used to help support your body with this condition. Um, so that, and, and if they want to research, there's so many books out there which give all the research behind the herbs and their benefits, etc. Um, yeah, so it's it's we've gone from strength to strength in that sense because I've it's built my confidence up by being able to see people face to face again. But also, I've done lots of lives on Instagram with various accounts as well, and I've spoken about the herb benefits um, and then which uh, and then people have asked questions or what do you recommend and I can give my advice on that as well um but it's it's really is I think it's trying to get out there and in front of people and really kind of talk about the benefits of my work I think that's the, the best way I've been successful so far that's really interesting thank you and I, I totally see what you mean that the more people can learn because I guess it's something that lots of us need not need but what I suppose we do in a way need educating on because I wouldn't know for example which tea would suit me best and having you know been able to sort of speak to you and for you to explain the benefits is so it must be so invaluable for your customers like and if that's the content you're sharing online as well I imagine that's incredibly helpful so I can de- definitely see why people are drawn to buying from you <laughs> yeah this is it's really it is a really fun part of it and it's the same but there's all so much information out there that it's not quite right so I, it really annoys me when I, I see something, oh, this herb's good for this. I'm thinking, well, it is, but you've got to be careful if you're on medication or, you've got, or if you're pregnant or if you're breastfeeding, you can't actually take that. It could actually cause adverse reactions. And people don't always know that. And even like with licorice, people say, oh, I love licorice tea. Um, and licorice tea is great and it's really good for you. But there are some, um, if you have high blood pressure, <clears throat> so you shouldn't uh, drink licorice tea because it can actually raise your blood pressure um and again with um certain herbs like hibiscus i have a couple of blends which have hibiscus in them and i've got a warning on my tin saying if you're pregnant don't drink hibiscus tea because it is known as an amanagogue which means it could stimulate your uterus and cause you to go into labor early or even threaten miscarriage if you're in the first trimester so it is is i'm trying to create blends that are safe for everyone pretty much but there's always going to be some instances where they somebody shouldn't actually drink uh, a tea containing that herb especially if they're on certain medications or they have certain health conditions um and i always kind of ask especially if especially if it's i mean not limited to because of a bit of a cliche but which was more of an elderly person is asking about my teas i will very often ask them are you taking any medication i do have high blood pressure or uh, heart problems and that kind of thing um because i say some of the herbs may may react with the, with the uh, medication and the great thing about it is before i actually became a holistic therapist i worked in pharmacy for 12 years so i know all about drug interactions and the different drugs that people take for various ailments like high blood pressure and diabetes and that kind of thing so i'm confident to actually be able to advise them on which ones they can take, which ones they should avoid, and then what alternatives are out there, which I could make up a different blend for them, which would still have the desired effect or the desired taste, but it just wouldn't interact with anything they might be taking. Yeah, that's amazing. It sounds like all of your like background and experience just, just comes together so well. Yeah, it does. It really, I mean, that's what I love most about, about what I'm doing now is I can pull everything together. I can pull the pharmacy experience my holistic therapy experience, the being a herbalist, putting all that, putting it all into one and really kind of creating um, a solution for somebody. And that's what I do in my herbal consultations as well. But also um, I've got a subscription box coming out next month, which is also um, a tailor-made kind of solution for people as well, which includes the teas, but also includes other things as well. Oh, I wanted to ask about this actually because I've heard about your subscription boxes. So tell us more. So what does it include? What what what's it about? Yeah, tell us everything. <laughs> right. So it's called Make Time for Me Time. 
Um, and I created it because I realized I wasn't making time for me time. Um, and um, I say, so, so my youngest is autistic. My eldest child has ADHD. Um, and I, I have Emmy. And so it's very, it gets very challenging in our house with um, low moods, high moods, erratic moods, <laughs> generally having teenagers as well to throw into the mix, which is always fun anyway for any parent having teenagers um, without everything else going on as well. And it dawned on me that I was, I was obviously as a mother, we, we, or even anyone as, as a woman generally, or anyone, we, we give so much that we forget to give to ourselves. Um, so I wanted to create my own products um, because I'm an aromatherapist, I can create aromatherapy blends as well. And so I wanted to create a box that gave people um, easy options on how to create time for themselves. And the box is split up into three sections, uh, but it's not exactly you have to go through three sections, which is whatever. It's basically designed on however much time you have available, there is a product in the box that will accommodate that time. So if you only have a few minutes, like you just want to grab something and go, there's going to be like a rollable um, blend, um, which you literally, it's got essential oils in it, and it will just, you just rub it on your wrists or your, or your, um, or your um, your forehead, and then just breathe it in, and then the essential oils will help to calm you down or uplift you or energize you, depending on which oils are in that blend. And then if you have, say, 10 minutes to spare, you can make yourself a cup of tea. Um, if you have 20 minutes to spare, you can light a candle, and there's going to be um, a, a Spotify playlist of various kind of meditation music or nature sounds. It's really, it's, it's, it's to give you permission to give yourself a moment to yourself and then if you've got longer than that then there's going to be bath teas or um uh yeah products for the bath or a body lotion or body oil or something where you can actually just take time to apply the lotion or the oil and really kind of connect to your body to give yourself that me time as well but the most important part of the box is is because every single box is completely tailor-made for that subscriber so it will go by what your skin type is, if you have any allergies. Like, I'm I'm allergic to shea butter. So, and so many self-care boxes out there, there's amazing self-care boxes out there. But majority of them all use shea butter <laughs> in their products. And I can't use anything with shea butter in it because it is it naturally contains latex, and I'm allergic to latex. So I can't use shea butter. So about 90% of products out there I can't use because I get allergic reaction to it. So I wanted to create something that if I know what their allergies are, what their preferences are with essential oils or with herbs, because I've, I've noticed myself even at farms markets that as soon as somebody sees it's got chamomile in a blend, they go, oh no, I can't stand chamomile. It smells like old socks. <laughs> and I don't, I don't see them going, I don't really, I don't get that, but then I love chamomile, so maybe I'm not, not spending it that way. Um, so lots of people have an aversion to chamomile or valerian root or or even lavender and even rose as well. Some people don't like rose. And one person actually decided they said they, they couldn't, they didn't like lemon balm, which I thought was very rare, but but each their own. Um, so because of my background knowledge of being in pharmacy and also being a holistic therapist for what 20 odd years now. Um, well, yeah, 25 years this year, so it's quite surprised well, so you can realize that. Um, I can really tailor make the products exactly to your requirements. So um, I will look at what, if you have high blood pressure, I'll make sure not to use herbs or essential oils that can make that worse. Or if you have low blood pressure, I can make sure that the herbs and essential oils won't make it go lower. Um, or if you have even diabetes, because I know that like my mother has diabetes and you can't use, you can't take turmeric if you're diabetic because it can actually interfere with the medication you take um, if, you're di if you're diabetic. And so it's little things like that is to actually create a box that is completely tailor-made to what smells you like, what tastes you like, uh, what you want to put on your body, what you don't want to put on your body. If you're allergic to them, we have health, health conditions. Um, but also to make it as easy, again, as easy as possible. So if you've only got 10 minutes, do this. If you've only got 20 minutes, do that. If you've just literally only got time to just put a rollerball on your um on your wrist or something and or just take a, a sniff of something um it's just it's i wanted to make make it time make it making time for yourself 
to be something you can easily incorporate into your daily life um, and not just feel like, oh, at the weekend, I'll maybe have a bath for an hour, but then the rest of the week, I won't have time to do anything because I'm too busy. But really, during, during the week is when you need that me time the most because by the weekend, you're shattered or you're so so stressed that you can't even relax properly at the weekend because you've been had such a stressful week. So it's trying to ed- again educate people to do something every day, no matter how much time, even if you have to literally schedule in your diary, right? So I'm I'm blocking out 30 minutes each day. That's my me time. Even if it's like <clears throat> during my lunch break or uh, before I leave for work or when I get back from work, because it's 30 minutes of my time, I'm going to lock myself into the bathroom or in my bedroom. I'm going to put some music on. I'm going to, perhaps I'm just going to apply, even apply hand cream and then just smell the, the oils in the, in the hand cream. Or I'm just going to, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to have, have a lovely shower and I'm going to put some beautiful body oil all over me to kind of really nourish my skin, but also the essential oils and it will really nourish my senses as well. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, that's basically the, the idea behind the box. Um, and I'm aware that it's obviously for me, it's going to be a lot more work because I'm purposefully looking at somebody's client intake form because there's going to be like a questionnaire to fill out when you apply for the box um, so, and really look at how I need to tweak things every month to accommodate everything they need. So I'm not going to have it open to a huge amount of people initially. Um, I'm aiming to maybe sort of 20 to 30 boxes for the first month. And then to see how I go after that. Um, but yeah, I just I think it's it's the it's the looking after each other and looking after ourselves and 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 just having someone to make something personal for you is as part of the me time as well as having that specially formulated product which somebody has taken time to create exactly for you. Um, it's kind of like a more like a nourishing, caring experience, knowing that going, oh my God, they actually made this and and this is just for me and nobody else in the world will have exactly the same as me because it's perfectly made for me. And it's something I can easily just pick up and go or just run how much time I've got. So it's, it's yeah, it's trying to help people to because we, we all we all need help with just calming our nervous systems down at the moment in particular. Um and it's yeah, it's the education and it's but, but making it as easy as possible because we're all busy. Um, and I know that myself that I'll make a cup of tea or sometimes I'll literally just um, take um, like flower essences just to calm myself down, that kind of thing, just little quick things or a little perfume balm or just rub onto my wrist or something. Um, yeah, it's, but it's, easy. it's making time. That's, that's kind of the key is, is that we have to start making time for our own self-care. That's really exciting. And it does sound like you say, it does sound like for you, like that's a load of work. But I think you're right. I think that'd be such a lovely thing for people to receive every month, um, especially because of all the sort of care and knowledge that you're going to put into it. Yeah, I think that's a really great idea. And um, we will make sure that we include a link to that in the show notes for this episode as well. So people can go and take a look at your teas and your subscription boxes and see... um, yeah and are you happy people have questions about tea blends or which ones to take are you happy if oh yes yeah definitely I mean, yeah that's i mean on my um i mean i'm on instagram and facebook i tend to check instagram far more often than facebook i just find i just find it easier to, to even try and get to the messages um but i also um on my uh website um there is a my email address is on the i think it's on the front page or there is a contact page which i might need to update um, but I'm more than happy for people to contact me uh, with any questions they have about various tea blends or if a tea blend would be right for them. Or if um, I also do um, a personalized tea blending session for people. So um, I will um, create tea blends uh, for people. There is a tea blending fee um, on top of the price of the tea as well, but only because it, I'm very often doing the taste testing to make sure it's exactly it's something that, again, they will yeah, like to course. drink um but yeah i do i do do like a tailor-made uh tea blend uh sessions with people as well 
um, which they can always just contact me and we can book that book that in. That's no problem at all. Amazing. Well, when this goes out, I think you're going to get lots of questions about tea. <laughs> I've certainly <laughs> got on. some. I'm going to say for um, when we're not recording. Um, <laughs> I when I'm when I'm talking about herbs, so <laughs> that's no problem at all. <laughs> oh, good. So I have one more question for you, Kate, before we finish, which is: What would your number one piece of advice be for other product creators? Okay, um, I was thinking about this when we were discussing about it before, and I think my number one is to join a community of other business owners, um, because I found that once I actually joined a group, either on Instagram or Facebook, um, my sales did increase because I had that support behind me of other people who understood exactly what I was going through, um, the trials and the stresses and the disappointments and you know something doesn't go right or you, your sales are a bit low and you feel like giving up there's always somebody there going don't give up you, you've you set this business up because it's your dream um so don't give up how can we help you and there's always somebody there that can help with technical advice or with just a little bit of a pep talk um and that really is, is a huge thing i think it's probably the thing that helped me the most actually in my business i think if i hadn't had that support behind me um, I probably would have given up probably a couple of years ago. Um, I mean, friends and family are great and um, and they will support you and they, they love you and they were always going, oh, you're doing great, you're fine, keep going, keep going. But sometimes you need the constructive criticism as well. So I very often, in the group that I'm in, I will uh, put a post up saying, okay, I want to do a new blog post. Can somebody read through it? Because I'm not sure if I'm overthinking this. Does it sound okay? Have I used this word too, many often, too often or something? And I get really great feedback from people going, well, I really love it. However, you've got to be careful with like, using that word because people might take it the wrong way. Or, And it's great to get that feedback from other business owners who really are, we're all in the same boat, even though we've got completely different businesses, we all have the same um same sort of problems and and um things we're trying to achieve in our business so i think that point my number one is to join a community um and it doesn't have to be on facebook or instagram there are lots of other business groups out there it's just it's just going for one that you can easily afford um that's another thing is really is is if you're if you're paying a lot each month for the group and it's making you stressed because of that you're paying out then it's perhaps best to go for one that you can more easily afford otherwise you're going to be stressing over paying it rather than actually trying to get the benefit from it um but there are so many different groups out there these days um which are, are really supportive and really can help small businesses especially right from the from the moment you decide to become business if in, to even if you're successful business you still need that support even if you're a successful business as well that's really good advice thank you I completely agree it's just it's no fun doing it on well it can be fun but it's more fun doing it with other people than doing it on your own <laughs> exactly yeah and as you said there's so much to learn as well well thank you so much Kate for everything you shared no thank you thank you for having me it's just been an absolute pleasure um, being able to chat to you about this today it's been lovely and I've learned so much thank you <laughs> thank you you're welcome Thank you so much for listening right to the end of this episode. Do remember that you can get the full back catalogue and lots of free resources on my website, vickyweinberg.com. Please do remember to rate and review this episode if you've enjoyed it and also share it with a friend who you think might find it useful. Thank you again and see you next week. If you've been inspired to start a podcast in 2024, I really recommend my podcast host, Captivate. Captivate were my top pick when I started podcasting four years ago because of how easy it was for a complete novice like me to get started. I've stuck with them for the last four years because Captivate is still really simple to use. They keep adding great new features like the ability to share ads like these and they've just been really reliable. So when you're ready to start your own podcast, you can use the link in the show notes and get a free seven day trial with Captivate.